0: We're listening to loud on the set with kyle and james a level-headed movie critic meets a loud-mouthed movie cynic and action all right welcome back to the show my name is kyle this is james whoa and james what are we doing today The Big Sick, and uh, James, you're joining us through the power of satellites right now. How you doing? I'm doing all right, Kyle. I wish I could be in the studio, but you know how life
1: is sometimes. We can't, we can't always make it, so we do the best we can with with we're telecommunicating on this podcast. It's, I'm, I'm dialing it in,
0: but I'm not dialing it in. <laughs> We're literally phoning it in this week. So yeah. <laughs> so in continuing with that trend, uh, why don't we just talk about uh, here? I don't know. Let me uh, just let me Google something really quick. Uh, do a random movie search here. How about the uh, the big sick? Have you seen the big sick?
1: I of course. Big Sick, I'm pretty sure. I just
0: said that a second ago, Kyle. Oh, great. Good. (laughs) Excellent. Alright, well, we're talking about The Big Sick. (laughs) (laughs) The Big Sick. So, uh... So, James, did you like this movie? Kyle, are we doing Opening Thoughts? Yeah. Opening Thoughts. I like it. It was pretty good. Yeah. I thought that it was (laughs) Uh, Humorous.
1: I like the. I like that. uh, What's the young man named? Kumail. I'm probably going to fucking mangle his name, right? But I'll spell it K U N A I L. Nanajani. Nanjani. Shit,
0: Kyle. (laughs) Kumail (laughs) Nanjani. Anyway, we apologize. I'll I'll say, Kyle. uh, You know, I apologize. We love you. You know, you're good. We love you. I really appreciate his
1: nuanced humor. You know, it's, it's subtle most of the time, right? With small facial expressions and a very subtle, dry delivery. I, I, I kind of like his sense of humor. I like his delivery. I like his his quiet demeanor in the face of absurdity. I thought he did a really great job. I like most of the dialogue. Some of the writing is a little bit awkward at times, but overall, I, I, I enjoyed this movie. What
0: about you? Some of the writing was a little awkward at times, yeah. <laughs> There, there were a couple moments where I was, uh, I was, a I felt like it was a little cornball, a little cheese, but there were, uh, there were more than enough moments that made up for it. I thought it was a really good movie. Definitely a strong uh, character study for him playing a fictionalized character of himself, or I guess as as true as it he can get it. Um, but one of the things that I most liked about it was in a couple of moments where they showed his little one-man uh, theater production. Do you remember that? Yeah,
1: with the Ninja Turtle poster behind
0: it. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost found myself wanting to watch that for two hours instead of the movie that I ended up getting, just because I thought that the plot was a little, you know, basic, and I don't know. It just kept me at wanting more towards the end, especially in the writing department. There wasn't a lot to... To analyze, that wasn't pretty heavily handed to us, but otherwise, very solid comedy for sure. Well, pal, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback
1: on what you said. I can appreciate the point that you made about a pretty basic pedestrian plot, right down to the girlfriend being in a coma kind of thing. You know, it's a little, it's actually a little cheap of a sort of a writing tactic. Because it's not like in movies if you need to put a character on the shelf for a little while and have other people sort of emotionally respond to them without them being present. You know, you do things like that, right? You
0: send them away for a while. True. Whether that's through a coma. And right? it, even... in this case, okay. if, if it hadn't been for it, the actual event being that she did go into a coma <laughs> in real life, then it would have been a little bit different story. But inherently, there's one for your brother, it, uh... <laughs> it, uh... It does end up being like that, a, a kind of more truncated story because you miss out on a lot of the interaction that I'm sure he actually wishes that he had in real life with the person whom the story is based off of, Emily. Yeah,
1: man, good point. If, if, this, if this hadn't happened in real life, you'd be like, oh, what a, what a cheap little plot. Device. <laughs> no,
0: no yeah, what was your favorite as part? I mean, I think, but as the, I, I wanted to
1: make a point here. and that yeah. as, as the
0: movie did sort of, uh, at times... Shred through it's a little bit of a pedestrian plot. You gotta, you gotta recognize the role of Holly Hunter and Ray Romano. Yeah, surprise! Really <laughs> they came and, uh, out of nowhere. They
1: kind of, yeah, they kind of buoyed the movie up in the middle there, don't they? For, and they had
0: pretty solid performances. For sure, they absolutely did, and uh, and it was very surprising to see Ray Romano in anything. And I always think Holly Hunter does a great job, and I, she was perfect for the uh the scared mother, uh I just thought her role was so wonderfully developed for her to, to take from the beginning to the end. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna correct you on one thing. Holly Hunter is
1: Holly Hunter is pretty good at most things she does. Except Batman versus Superman. My <laughs> God That's fucking when she when she got a jawful taste put on her podium. Oh just forget it anyway. crazy lemonade or whatever that was. <laughs> anyway, we don't have to bring that in. Um, Kyle, I'm gonna I'm gonna I am going to i can not believe we're on like a positive complimentary track here with this the big single really positive review. In fact, I'm gonna say something really shocking here. Okay. I just found out by doing a little bit of research here in real time, that this is from None other than Judd
0: Apatow. There it is. Apatow Productions. <laughs> Somebody that we have thoroughly bashed
1: on this show, you know? But uh, I, I feel like a little bit of restraint with exercise here. In fact, if I could, let me see if I can look up the
0: runtime of this movie. 117.
1: Uh, uh, is
0: that it again? 117. 117 minutes.
1: Ah, uh, okay, so it, it flirted with being a little too long. All right, yeah. I
0: right, all right. I, fe- I all feel right. like, though, recently with this and Popstar, those being kind of my barometer, much more restraint than historically in other films, for sure. That's true, that's yeah. true. Now, Kyle, I got a question for you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure whether it was
1: either in the studio with the mics on or outside the studio with no mics around, that you once told me that, you were getting a little sick, pun intended, and tired of this pattern in, uh, let's say, Amazon and Netflix where low-level, up-and-coming comedians just kind of make movies and TV shows about their own lives. <laughs> didn't, you want, didn't you want to have a little rant about that? Could uh, you, could you let's revisit that real quick? Because that's what this
0: is. I sure, I sure did, and you're absolutely right. And, I mean, I... I've, honestly, I avoided this movie not by anything but disinterest whenever I saw it pop up on any of the websites because it it just struck me as exactly that. what had been bothering me, which was just seeing those adaptations. it just it just feels lazy to me. and uh, and a little bit too pretentious for for me to be able to take it seriously because. It's a, you know, just a dramatization of whatever this one person wants to tell you about their life that they think is important or the jokes that they want to tell you that they think are funny, all about them, and uh, it uh, it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of thought into how they're viewing the world and instead what they think that they're bringing to the table that's not in any way involving the, the big picture besides a very selfish view of a small reality. How about that? Yeah, that? No, that's, that's really good. In fact, I'm going
1: to appreciate that comment and add on to it a little bit. Uh, and that is, you said, pretentious. And now that I reflect on having watched this movie, and really, we do think it's a pretty good movie. So let's, you know, let's, let's remind our listeners that we're being positive here, but we're critics. goddammit. it. So here we go. <laughs> it seems to have the, to have the, um, the whole thing about his one-man show and how he's working on it, and how he's thinking about going to New York, and you know plastering the town posters and workshop—it it all seems a little bit self-serving, doesn't it? It sure does. Like, hey, I'm up and coming, and by the way, here are some of my little wacky ideas. And now that I got the backing of Judd Apatow and, and I got some of these A-listers in my movie, who knows? Maybe all my aspirations that were once wacky and art housey and, arthouse-y and and only played to audiences of about 10 people that were just
0: about my roommates, you know? Now, all of a sudden, I'm like, hot shit, you know? Exactly. Yeah. For sure. A little self-serving. A little self-serving. But hey, you know, the guy's, the guy's talented,
1: and, you know, like, and being harsh critics, I, I like all that stuff. Another thing that sometimes I don't like, it's very similar to what you're saying, is that I love this guy right in with also, like, the uh, Aziz Ansari, and what the fuck is the girl who does... Um, the show on HBO. Oh, good God! Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, insecure, right? Insecure. Yep. I I love all three of these.
1: I love Kumail and Aziz and uh, Insecure Girl. I can't even blank on a name. I've watched a ton of the episodes too.
0: <laughs> Shit. Um, type. type, type. All together because they're kind of like these millennial comedians who yeah they just put their life out there
1: and uh, I don't know they, they, they've they've they've, they've They've sort of, uh, they've, they've they, they created a whole new way of doing it, a whole new model, if you will, you know, of yeah, making
0: it. Yeah, for sure. Issa Rae is be her really, name. Yeah, be
1: really self-deprecating, act like you're struggling through life when you really probably just landed a huge deal, like you're probably doing real well now, and just focus on your little universe with very little, yeah, very little outward reflection on, on the bigger themes. I was shocked and insecure when, they actually started teasing a little bit about um, talking about gentrification. I was like, whoa, <laughs> there's, there's a bigger world out there in this fucking universe. You
0: know? <laughs> no. Yeah. But anyway, um, all right, Kyle, one, one a couple of last quick things here I got for you. Yes.
1: Right? Here's my my one big time criticism of the movie. Forget all the other stuff for a second. Forget all the other stuff we just said, forget it for a moment. If I had to point out one thing about just the movie itself, this storytelling that happened that I really didn't like was goddamn it, it used the typical rom com um obstacle of just a shitty temporary breakdown of communication. Do you remember their yeah. fight?
0: Yes, that? <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> it was so fucking lame. All you had to do was like, Yeah, look, my, my mom creates these index cards. in a box I'm sorry but that was the latest conflict I've seen in a really long time
0: that that was the point in the movie at which I I think that I was watching it with my sister and her husband and uh, Kira and I were sitting on the couch and we kind of looked at each other and rolled our eyes a little bit like oh my god i can't believe this is real and then they follow it up by taking that one step further and making that the last dumb piece of communication that they have with each other until she wakes up again and that's going to be the big thing that she's upset about when she when she comes back i i i felt exactly the same way so petty <laughs> Immediately
1: sitting there watching, like, oh, this is so fucking dumb. That's that's the, the rom com weakness right there. That like they can't actually come up with a true conflict, and so they just chuck something up that most rational, clear thinking people with just two minutes of calm would have solved that whole fucking thing. And she could have went to a coma, fine, whatever, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but holy cow, what a lame, petty thing. Yeah,
0: you know? and I also found the uh, the classic ending of this movie, the classic Kyle frustrating ending where it just stops in the middle of something for absolutely no reason. When this is a supposed to be kind of a non-fiction account of a real event, and yet uh, they decide to stop at what would see be seemingly a dramatic moment where you wouldn't know which choice was taken by the the two lead characters in their future. And yet there is a future to all of this with everything that comes afterwards. And they just chose to cut it off right in the middle of their third act, basically, for me. So it had another very frustrating ending for me on account of what was a very weak plot to keep it going. But, you know, the strength of it was the... Small interactions that they all had with each other, and the little moments of acting they get—they got to let play with their humorous personalities. I feel like that was definitely the best part for me.
1: Very good. That, that's a good way to sum it up, man. So let, let's give it a grade, shall we?
0: Yeah. What do you think? I'm
1: gonna give it a solid B.
0: A solid we, we B. It. We, we, we up and down. You know, we we went up and down, and we, we examined it. But
1: the positives outweigh the negatives. It's funny. He's he's charismatic as all hell. Uh, you know, rocking one of the best unibrow's in the business. I'm giving him a <laughs> solid B.
0: Yes. I, I agree. Solid B from me as well. I think it was... Excellent. It was perfectly above average in every way. And... <laughs> much better than I uh, ever expected it to be coming from the camp of people making movies about their own lives because they think that it's really important. Yeah.
1: You know, I actually thought at the end that their, their reunion was going to be centered around like her calling him up for a fucking Uber ride. I was <laughs> like, that's what's going to happen at the end. Yeah, his phone's going to ring and he's going to follow little GPS signals and pick her up on a street corner. Ooh, that's exactly... Oh well, I was wrong. They just fucking met back in time.
0: All right, Kyle, the big sick. The you big call. sick. There it is. In short, the your your phoned in. We'll call these phoned in reviews. How about that? That's great. You're, All right. Your 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 phoned in review of the big sick. Uh, if you haven't seen it at this point, it's probably somewhere online. You can watch it. Looks like Amazon. Go check it out. It's a it's solidly above average. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. And with that, we're out of time. Thanks for listening. Loud on the set with Kyle and James. You can check us out on YouTube and iTunes. Anywhere you find podcasts, we're there. Let us know what you thought of the big what you thought of the big sick. That was too many, too many consonants there. Loud and the set <laughs> at gmail.com. Go see some movies, have a wonderful time. See you later. And cut.